Elections 2019. Is election-related stress a real phenomenon? The 2019 elections are finally coming to a close, with a thumping win for the ruling party, and there's some sense of election anxiety, especially among those who supported the parties that lost the mandate. From constant information bites to family WhatsApp groups, these elections have seeped into our everyday lives. On counting days, especially. The stress levels are off the charts, with some people worried about how the outcome will impact their lives. We spoke to a few mental health professionals to see if the nervousness was temporary, and to find out what you can do to get through the anxiousness you may be feeling. Is this a real phenomena? What is election anxiety? First, the phrase "election anxiety" is problematic. Anxiety as a medical condition. is the fear of the irrational and these current election related fears are very much real and rational in 1997 a study of the panchayat elections in rajasthan threw up an interesting phenomena on elections and stress 54 males involved in the organizing of the elections reported psychiatric issues post the event and sought professional help the study concluded that elections are indeed a quote stressful life event end quote in 2016 U.S. citizens reported feeling extreme trauma and even PTSD when Donald Trump was elected president. They termed the palpable nervousness as post-election stress disorder or PESD. Sneha Janki, a counseling psychologist, says, and I quote: "Election-related anxiety is not a disorder; it's a real fear. It's not just an individual fear; it's a systemic issue. So we cannot blame the individual for feeling nervous." She adds that this sort of nervousness was seen around other major policy or legal changes as well, saying that quote, when the judgment decriminalizing Section three seven seven was overturned, there were cases of people in the queer community coming in with related fears. But again, the anxiety around this made sense. Kemka, co-founder of Mental Health Talks, told us that is that it is important to make the distinction between stress or nervousness and anxiety clear. Otherwise, quote. Mental illness becomes a fad or a quirk, end quote, and is not diagnosed seriously. Paras Sharma, a counselor from the Alternative Story, a platform that focuses on accessible mental health care, added, quote, "I would not call it election anxiety, as that would give it the form of a diagnosis. Election results can be a stressful and triggering time, given the vitiated language used by people on social media, and in mainstream media sometimes, end quote." So while there's no medical disorder specifically linking elections and heightened anxiety there are many indicators that the collective stress is real harsher stances against the quote other the muslim the dalit the liberal the woman to name a few have become normalized and have leaked into campaign narratives and policy and these all have a direct and real impact on our lives gupta adds and i quote because of how the last 5 years have been the fear and the anxiety are on a different kind of rise and also because of the anticipation of what five more years would do to the already worsened situation end quote mental health does not exist in a vacuum dr shreya varma a counselor from delhi featured on ical's list of queer inclusive counselors told us that while she has not seen any categorical cases this election season is affecting us in overarching ways we cannot perceive clearly in the everyday Besides, with a higher awareness of mental health, we may be able to name the issues we are facing. But quote, people may not be aware of the subconscious link to election season. End quote. Verma said. Adishi Gupta, a mental health activist, added quote, since a person's mental health is affected by their social identity, 
a leader's tolerance or intolerance towards a particular identity, especially when it is a marginalized one, directly affects their health, emotional, mental and physical. End quote. Gupta adds, quote, Mental health does not exist in a vacuum. Because of how much the socio-political conditions affect and influence our lives, elections are a direct trigger, end quote. There has been a visible manifestation of stress among the general public and this trend isn't new. Major economic or policy changes like demonetization have led to a documented rise in mental health issues. In a report by the Daily O, a senior psychiatrist who wished to stay anonymous said, quote, I've had patients who have had no history of stress or anxiety disorders, yet are worried if they would be persecuted by virtue of their religion. The constant uneasiness and uncertainty in the life of a common householder develops into stress and subsequently into anxiety, leading to psychological complications. End quote. WhatsApp groups are making me hate my family. Kemka tells us that she has spoken to a therapist about the extreme stress her family WhatsApp groups were causing her. Quote, Family issues always existed, but now interpersonal relations are getting affected because the issues are more systemic and I feel powerless. End quote. Family politics have now transcended into a new political ideological realm. Gupta adds, and I quote, It is difficult to coexist, let alone feel related with people who don't shy away from being bigoted. And yes, it has and continues to be talked about in my therapy sessions. What is the purpose of my existence? Elections can make us existential. Kemka adds that often issues with the election process, where one feels hopeless to a majority or even faces problems like missing names from the voter ID list, can trigger an existential crisis. She adds, quote, Mental health deals with you and your existence, and finding your name missing from a voting list can make you question your worth. End quote. When one finds they cannot vote and so can't even attempt to make a difference, people with existing mental health conditions are usually worst hit. Additionally, targeted online trolling and harassment over political affiliations can affect stress levels, especially, quote, since it's done in a larger organized fashion, end, end quote, adds Kemka. So how do we heal? It's always a good idea to go offline when the stress feels too overwhelming and try a few grounding exercises to find your calm. Sharma conducted a helpful Twitter thread with The Blue Dawn, a facilitator of mental health care services to Bahujans, about dealing with this specific type of collective stress here. Find a space to talk about your worries, be it in therapy or otherwise. It's important to remember that the stress we feel makes sense and is real, adds Neha Janki. But to help us deal with it, we can seek solidarity and solace through community healing with friends and chosen family.